Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. The testing of our faith. Praise the Lord. I have been a Christian for quite some time. Sometimes I say I've been, I've been saved all my life, but that's not true. Uh, there's a point at which I gave my life to Christ, but those points were many. So I don't know which one exactly it was. Because I went for many altar calls. Yeah. Because every time I checked myself, whenever they preached, I realized I did not get saved the other time. I need to come back again. So I will not tell you for sure when I got saved, but what I know, I am saved. <laughs> And I am in the house of the Lord. But when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I had expectations. In my mind, I thought once I get saved, it is done. And it is already done, right? And you know when you sing such songs, eh, you feel like it is what? It is already done. But it feels and it is already what? It is already done. But the problem is, uh, the words that I say that it is already done and my life don't seem to add up. Why? Because I came with what? Expectations. I thought Jesus went to the cross to die for me so that my life becomes what? Good. So that I have a better life. So that I live a better life. A life with no sickness. A life with no lack. A life with no... Or what do you always think about? Eh? A life where whatever you need, you get. Eh? That kind of life. And I realized when I got saved, uh, it didn't really add up. And I don't know why it did not. For many years, I was frustrated. And I'm like, maybe this thing does not work. Maybe this thing is not, it's not what they tell us on the pulpit. Maybe it is what? It is something different. And then later on, I get to understand that what I did that day I came and gave my life to Jesus Christ was just an exchange. That there was an exchange between me and Jesus. That I gave him my life and he handed over his life to me. Praise the Lord. So that means my life no longer counts, but the life of Jesus is now the life I get to do what? To live, but I don't know how many of us have really given our lives to Jesus Christ. Because whenever things are not adding up, then you are like, okay, God, you said now uh, all things are possible, but it looks like all things are not what? All things are not possible. But then I realized that my life is no longer the life that I live, but I now live the life of Christ. But how do I live the life of Christ when I'm still stuck in the body that I am stuck in? Praise the Lord. And he says that that life, we live it by what? By faith. In who? In Christ Jesus. That whatever the Bible says Christ is, I am too. Praise the Lord. Pastor Alex always tells us that whenever you're reading the Gospels and you see Christ, one day he asked us a question. Um, we read a story of a woman with a blood, with the issue of blood. And then there was also Jairus, that same story. And Pastor Alice asked us, 
who do you think among these people you are? And many of us were so quick to say, ah, the woman with the issue of what? Of blood. Why? Because Munange, we have many issues in this life and we need Jesus to heal us. Eh? Your Jairus' daughter. Why? Because Munange, I, I die. Sometimes we need, I'm dead and I need Jesus to do what? To, re, to resurrect me from the dead. Then maybe you're Jairus and you are interceding. You want Jesus to come and help you with your what? With your issues. And then it never dawned on us that actually in that story, we are Jesus. We are the healers. We are the ones that are doing the things that Jesus is doing right now because now we carry his what? His very life. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, so the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 to 2. And it says, therefore, we also... Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the rest that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Praise the Lord. When we gave our lives to Jesus Christ, we actually entered the rest. Praise King Jesus. This scripture is talking about the cloud of witnesses and men like Abraham, like, like Joshua, men, men like Noah, who did exploits in the Old Testament. And he said that despite the odds, these men believed. They walked a journey of faith. Now that we have such a cloud of witnesses, let us put aside every weight that will slow us down in running this journey. Now the weight is you insisting on keeping your life. And you're like, Jesus, if you want anything, come and make my life better. And he's saying, put aside every weight and the sin which you so glorify, praise the Lord, and run the rest with endurance. Praise the Lord. We are running the rest with what? Endurance. Looking unto who? Jesus has now become our model for this new life. Looking unto Jesus, who is the author. He started the faith that we are trying to run. He started the journey. And he says we look unto him, the author. And he is the finisher. At the end of it all, he is the one that is going to congratulate you. Well done, my good and faithful what? Servant. So, if I am to live my new life, Jesus becomes my model in this new life. Praise the living God. But... Jesus has our model. How was Jesus' life? If Jesus was suffered, the Bible says, he who endured the cross, Jesus did what? So if Jesus is your model, what makes you think that the cross is out of the picture? So as we look unto Jesus, we are, we are partaking of whatever is his. We, if he endured the cross, there are crosses we will have too endure and he despised the shame but right now the bible says he's seated at the right hand of the father doing what he's interceding for you 
and I. Praise the Lord. So whatever Jesus went through, the Bible says that we too will also drink of that cup. In John chapter 16, verses 33, these were the words of Jesus to his disciples. After telling them all his issues and how he was going to die and how he was about to leave them, he says to them, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. Praise the Lord. In the world, you will have tribulation. In the world, you'll have what? But be of good what? Cheer. Why? Because I have overcome the world. So much as we have been saved, we have been saved. Our souls and our spirits have been saved from the penalties of sin, from whatever the enemy had tagged on us, yet we are still in this world. And Jesus is telling his disciples that in this world, in this world there are very many what? Tribulation. But be of good cheer. Why? Because I have overcome the world. Praise the Lord. So that means in this world we will suffer. We will suffer things. Why? Because we are still in the world. We will suffer sickness even despite our profession of sickness. Why? Because we are e still in the world. But Jesus says, be of good cheer because I have overcome this world. So that means there is no test that is going to come to you that you will not overcome. Why? Because Jesus has already overcome on your behalf. <laughs> Praise the Lord. In Matthew, which is our main text for today, Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 11. The Bible talks about Jesus. Then Jesus was led up. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Jesus was led by who? By the Holy Spirit himself to the wilderness to be tested by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterwards he was very hungry. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. Praise the Lord. The text before this very text is where Jesus is at a baptism, where John the Baptist is baptizing Jesus Christ. And at that moment, the Bible says that the voice came from heaven. As the dove descended upon Jesus, the voice came from heaven. And the voice told Jesus that this is who? My beloved son in whom I am well pleased. There was a what? And that voice was heard by everyone, unfortunately. Everyone did what? Had the voice. Of God bragging about Jesus being his beloved son. But yet, he was led to the wilderness to be tested. Praise the Lord. The devil is not the one that led Jesus Christ to the wilderness. But he was led by the spirit of the Lord himself. Every faith must be tested, including the faith of Jesus Christ. Because any faith that is not tested cannot be trusted. Praise the Lord. 
our faith must be tested so that we are able to stand even in the midst of the what? Of the storm. Jesus himself, the son of God, had to go through tests so that he could be able to die for you and I. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in James, My brethren, count it all what? Joy when you, when you fall into trials, various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So the testing is for your own good. It is for my good. It is for your good. That our faith, that our faith may be perfected and also complete. That we will be found lacking nothing but complete in everything that is God's. A man that has never gone through any kind of sickness cannot know what it means. To suffer sickness. It is very easy for you to stand and say that by his stripes you are healed until you are faced with real sickness. And now you have to stand on your ground and protest those words. That by his stripes I am healed. Jesus goes into the wilderness. He went as God, but he also went as man. 40 days and 40 nights. We did 40 days here, right? But none of us did 40 days and 40 nights. Praise the Lord. None of us did 40 days and 40 what? 40 nights. Jesus did 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible says the man was what? He was hungry. Now the devil comes at Jesus on that particular issue. And I am telling you, the devil will come at you on the particular issues of your life. Because he knew he needed food. And in the mind of the devil, he knew when I tell him to turn the stones into bread, that he will jubilate and turn them into bread. After 40 days and 40 nights, really. Like that. You can easily say that this is the spirit of the Lord speaking to me. Praise the Lord. I, I, I don't want to talk about our issues in our, in, our, in our groups down there. But something happened. And we realized that Wednesday is not as easy as we talk about it. It is just one day and there are only what? 12 hours. But for some reason, Monday and Tuesday are okay. You can actually go without food on those days. But the issue is Wednesday morning, you even eat at midnight to make sure by the time you wake up, the food is still there. But by the time you wake up, the stomach is empty. That's the day you crave for even the unthinkable things. Praise the Lord. By the time it is 1 p.m., you are about to quote that scripture that the grace of God is what? Now there is no what? 
And how many of us have done that? Wednesday was put there to test our faith. To test our resilience. Because the Bible says that the, the faith produces what? Patience. Faith produces perseverance. Praise the Lord. So if your faith cannot take you up to 6 p.m., then there is something you haven't yet learned. And the temptation will come back until you have done what? Until you have perfected it. Praise the Lord. Those, the, 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 the kind of test we call the test of humanity. That yes, we have been saved, but the human flesh will still demand certain things from us despite our, pro, our proclamation and procla like we proclaim Christ. Hmm? The other day I was talking to my friend. He went, he went for mission. He preached the gospel. People gave their lives to Jesus Christ. Then he went and spent, he spent two days, he spent two weeks at the prayer mountain, praying and interceding and giving thanks to God for what he has done. And that day he returned from the prayer mountain. He gets into a taxi. And the taxi man cheats him. I think he was supposed to give him a certain balance. He gave him less. And he told me, he caught him by the neck. <laughs> and he said, I am not leaving this place until you give me my money. And even the people in the taxi who were not even saved were shocked by what they were what? By what they were seeing. Praise the Lord. And then one of the passengers had to give him the balance that the conductor couldn't give. Because the conductor was not about to release the balance. But I remember that day he came for evening service. It was, it was during the prayer and fasting. And he says, what is wrong with me? I, I had a good time with the Lord at the prayer mountain. I felt free. You know, when you spend time in the presence of God, you feel like the weights have been lifted. And the devil is like, okay. But he has anger issues. And the reason he's fasting and praying is that he, God will help him out. So the first thing that the devil attacked him on is the very thing that he's struggling with. Praise the Lord. But Jesus has given us a model that it is possible to overcome even the temptations of humanity. That it is possible to overcome even that sexual urge that is embedded within you. That for some reason today you're clean. But then the following week you don't know what does what. What happens? Why? The tests keep coming. So that we become strong and we become perfect in our faith. And right now I can tell you that there are things as you continue in the Lord 
there are things that you realize you no longer struggle in. Why? Because your faith has been perfected in those areas. Praise the Lord. Jesus was again tempted. You know the devil doesn't give up. When he tries one area and you're not giving, he does what? He comes back in another form. And now he's like, okay, maybe this guy, is, he, he's dead. You know there are people who are really dead. Eh? Like their bodies are what? Their bodies are dead. So he comes in with another temptation where he tells him, he takes him to the pinnacle. And he tells him, you know when you jump, eh? the, the angels will do what? Will catch you. Now the devil is also doing what? Quoting scripture. And telling, the telling Jesus that, you know what? And he will always come in ways that are cunning that you are not able to even discern. The test of a pride of life. Where you want to prove that I got what it takes. But Jesus overcame all these tests. That the, the, the scripture says in Luke chapter 4, that's where the scripture says that the devil, after all the three temptations, the devil left. And he waited for an opportune what? Time. So that means the test never does what? It never ends. We move from one level of test to another. Why? Because we are being perfected in our faith. Praise the Lord. Praise King Jesus. So Apostle, Paul, Apostle James says that count it what? Count it all joy when you are faced with various trials. Because once you win those trials, your life will never remain the same. During the COVID period, there was a time people died. I think it was the second wave. I didn't know I feared death. Until that second wave. Because now it was taking even big pastors. I'm like, oh, what is going on? Like, people died. And I remember that day, my husband, he got COVID and he was rested. I'm about to die. I'm about to die. Let's take the children away. <laughs> And I think two weeks later, I also got COVID. Hey! I'm like, now why did you come back home if you knew you had COVID? <laughs> and I, I could, that kind of COVID where you couldn't sleep, we would literally sit on the bed. <laughs> and I smelled death. And at that point, I told God, come what may, I am not dying. I would wake up in the night and I piss in my house and I lay hands on my children and I'm like, no one in this house is dying. No one in this house will do what? Will die. But you know when you're praying out of fear? Because the following morning you hear 10 died. You're like, okay, let us keep praying. Protest the faith. All the WhatsApp groups has rest in peace, rest in peace. I'm like, It is easy to say 
that I will live and not die if you don't have COVID in that, in that particular season. But it takes faith to do what? To proclaim such a word when you know you carry the same disease that has just killed your neighbor. Praise the living God. So our, our faith will always be tested. And, and Apostle James says, count it all joy when you are tested. That even in that situation where you know the other one has died, you still have hope that you will not do what? Praise the Lord. Because he says again, James. James says in, when you continue down in verses 12, blessed is the man who endures what? Temptation. For when he has been approved, what approves us? Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which, is the, which, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. So the finished work of Christ is available for all of us. It is yours, it is mine. And it is true when he says he has overcome the world for you. So now a test will come and see whether you actually believe the words that you say. To come and see whether you actually do what? Believe those words. Many of us are great encouragers. Me, me I love encouraging people. I, when people come to me, I, I encourage them. And it is true. What I tell them is true. But then one day God comes and tests me on the same things I am encouraging others. To see whether I will be able to stand even in the midst of what? the trial. And he says, once we have been approved, it is the endurance that perfects us. So he says, the testing of our faith produces patience. And patience is the one that works perfection and completes us in Christ. That you will meet men and women that are fearless. The reason they stand fearless is because their faith has been approved. That they have stood in front of giants and they have stood and shaken. Why? Not because they are depending on themselves, but they know greater is he that is in me than the devil that is in the world. Praise the Lord. Then 1 Corinthians 10, 12 to 13 says, Therefore, let him who thinks stands take what? Take heed, lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you, except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. 
So whatever we are going through, it is because sometimes God is bragging about you and he says, yes, she can make it. But sometimes we are led into temptation by our own desires. But even then, with our own selfish desires, the Lord says that you can make it. That there is no temptation. We, we, we've been going through, you know, after the prayer, after the overnight. The other overnight, the anointing overnight. I was actually telling Pastor Alex. I left the overnight early in the morning. I left at around five. I'd come with my kids. So as we were driving back home, my mom calls me. At five, I'm like, hey, she has woken up to pray. Or what? So when she calls, she tells me, huh? she did not even greet me. <clears throat> she said, Mother, I have seen death. We were all crying. And one of your children is dead. And my mom is telling me, pray, 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 pray. You pray. Wait, don't sleep. I'm like, Mommy, I'm from overnight. I've been, I've been awake the whole night. It's like, no, continue. I'm like, <laughs> So I reach home. I am like, who of you is going to die? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I tell them to kneel down. I'm like, I've been told one of you is about to die. And I don't know who of you is about to die. But I want to tell you, no one is dying in this house. <laughs> so I get the anointing oil. <laughs> So when I get the anointing oil, I pour on all my kids. I'm like, eh, none of you is dying. Like I, honestly speaking, I didn't feel death. <laughs> I did not. So after praying, the following week, I think it was Friday, Good Friday. Hey, Megan becomes hot out of the blue. And then it worsens on Saturday. Then on Easter, we couldn't sleep. Then the devil reminded me, you remember that dream? <laughs> you remember that dream and you said no one is dying. I told the devil, it is true, no one is dying. But what happened in the night? The girl becomes cold. I am not a medic. But I know <laughs> only dead people do what? Get cold. So I'm like, eh. I woke up. I woke up at two. And that day I was at my mom's home. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So two warriors in the house. My mom is a warrior. I mean, <laughs> she will chase demons even when they are not there. <laughs> so I wake up. And I told mommy, Megan is cold. And she's like, hey, the dream. Then she tells me, you lay hands on her. Let us pray. No, 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 no. Let's go to the hospital. Let's go to the hospital. You carry her. I told mommy, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I want to sleep. So I cover the girl. And the girl starts to sweat. She's, I put like three blankets on her. She was sweating and cold. Then I remember I woke up and I went in the sitting room and I told God, I don't know what is happening. I don't know who is cold and they sweat. And I don't know any living human being who is cold, like old, ice, ice cold. 
and sweating at the same time. So I went in the sitting room. I remembered the praise. I put in some praise. And I began to sing. And I told God, you said with long life you will do what? You will satisfy us. And I declared all the scriptures of healing. And lo and behold, in the morning, the girl was alive and kicking. She had become warm again. Praise the Lord. And days later, I am telling you, the devil never gives up. Two days later, Miles comes. And Miles is like, Mommy, I'm very sick. Then when I touch him, he's actually hot. Then I'm like, hey! I thought we had won this battle. <laughs> and then I take him to hospital. In the night, the same thing that happened to Megan happened on Miles too. The boy became cold. Then I'm like, is this a new disease? <laughs> I need to find out whether this is a new disease so that we also do what? Yeah, find ways on how to deal with it. So if someone is cold, what do you do? You don't cover them. Or... So the same thing happened. And that is, is when it dawned on me that you know what? This is the devil. He is trying to play with my subconscious mind. He is trying to fulfill that dream that actually my mom had. So that it gets to my head. And I believe his report instead of the report of the Lord. And I, I, I remember that time I did not do anything for miles. Every morning I'll tell him, you are well. You are full of life. And right now they are all fine. No one in my house is sick. Praise the Lord. But the test is coming after us here. Shouting a lot on Friday nights. Eh? Like, we shouted. Me, I was seated behind. I am like, man, these things. And so people were asking me, okay, which of the three are you? And I told them, you know what? I am that one. Eh? I am one of the three. Yes, I am not in the office. <laughs> I may not also be, I may not carry the gift. But I have the right. I am the righteousness of God. I am the beloved of Christ, so I carry life. And I remember I was bragging a lot about that. That whole week, I was literally bragging. I was even telling people, I don't even think I need the anointing oil until the devil is like, okay. But I am telling you, our faith will be tested. For many Christians, when they are going through trials, they are hiding them. Why? Because you want to show that nothing is going on. But the testing of your faith is supposed to produce perseverance, which perseverance then will perfect your faith. That every time you're faced with the same situation, you are able to withstand it. Why? Because if he worked then, then he will work again today. Praise the Lord. Then when someone brings you their child and they are dying, then you remember your dying child that you laid hands on. And you're like, what is, God, what is the devil talking about. Praise the Lord. So, as Jesus said to his disciples, that in this world, yes, we are the beloved of Christ. We are his children. He loves us with an everlasting love. And he has given us his very life. 
But in this world, there are many tribulations. Life will happen at you. But the life that is happening at you is to make you stronger, but not to kill you. He says in Isaiah 43, verses 1 to 2, that fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you walk through the waters, I will be with you. So first of all, you're telling me fear not. So that means there's something to be scared of. And you're telling me you have redeemed me. <clears throat> okay. And then you say, I have called you by name. You are what? You are mine. So why would you persecute your own? <laughs> I, I, I have a friend of mine. She's been going through a lot. And she was asking me, if God says that we are his beloved children, why is he doing this to me? But you realize when you know God so much, God does not tempt men. He allows temptation to build your faith, but he does not. When he led Jesus Christ to the wilderness, the Bible does not say that God tempted Jesus. He led, them to the, he led him to the wilderness to be tested by the devil. And he says that when you walk through the waters, I will be with you. He has assured us of his presence with us regardless of anything. That through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. Why? Because I will be there with you. When you walk through the fire, it shall not burn you. Nor shall the flame scorch you. Praise the living God. I know many of us go through seasons of trial. I know many of us are even ashamed of our seasons of trial. But as Apostle James says that be of good cheer when you are fallen into various trials because they are supposed to perfect something within you. Praise the Lord. And as I conclude this morning, I just want to encourage you and I that no matter what we are going through, our victory is assured. We are not trying to be victorious, but we are trying to walk into that victory because there is no way God will walk you into a victory he has not tested you through. So because that testing is supposed to produce and make you a perfect man, he did not die to make your life better. He died to get rid of your life and give you his very life. And when he gets you through the test, then you're able to stand and you're also able to withstand the deaths of the enemy. Praise the living God. I want us to bow down our heads as we pray this morning. For all the people that are going through different trials, to know that the Lord loves you more than you will ever understand. That the Lord cares so much about you more than you will ever comprehend. That the testing of your faith is not to harm you, but is to build you. So we go back to the scripture we read at the beginning that looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. That we put our anchor in Christ Jesus because he's the only one that can walk us through the fire. He's the only one that can walk us through the rivers so that they do not overwhelm us. 
He's the only one that can walk us through the waters so that they don't sweep us over. He is the anchor to our souls. He is the rock of our salvation. The only one that has walked the journey that you and I are walking and yet he was without sin. And yet he overcame the world without any shortfalls. So Father, I thank you so much for this morning. For your beloved sons and daughters, my Father, this morning. Lord, I know this word did not come, Lord, to be wasted. But there is a reason, Lord, that you have brought this word forth in such a season like this. Lord, I know it is to build and help someone that is being tested and tried. And they are wondering, God, where are you? And they are wondering whether it is really you or it is somebody else. And Lord, I pray for them, O oh God, that as you say that you will be and stand with us through the fire. Lord, I pray that you will hold them by the hand and walk, through, walk them through the journey of testing. Walk them through the journey of trying that they will not abort that which you are preparing and birthing through them. We thank you, Holy Spirit, and we give you all the glory and we give you all the honor, my Father, for in Jesus' mighty and glorious name we believe. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 706 332 572 or 0776-579-679.